The Victory Formation Podcast is brought to you by Pilgrim Roasters. Pilgrim Roasters is a roastery and coffee shop located at 4120 Main Street in Maniunk, Philadelphia. Pilgrim Roasters specializes in unique coffees from all over the world, brought specially to you in-store and online at www.pilgrimroasters.com. Take 10% off your first order with Pilgrim Roasters when typing in promo code GOODSOUP10 at checkout and figure out what all the buzz is about. You know something? Nothing for you! Come back one year! We both have so much in common. We both love soup. Soup's not a meal. You were supposed to buy me a meal. I'm not stopping you from eating. Go ahead and eat. Get anything you want. That's a lot of soup. That's a lot of soup. It looks delicious. What's up, everybody? It is Tuesday, March 15th, and the NCAA tournament is upon us. The brackets were released on Sunday evening. We got the whole bracket in front of us. Finney and I are going to pick all the games region by region, starting with the West region and get into it. But first, Finney, let me ask you something. Does it feel like March? Hey, man, I just want to give a huge shout out to all of our listeners. We've been teasing this ad nauseum for months at this point. So huge shout out to everyone that's been listening along the way. I can tell you it feels so much like March. We're right in the middle. We're recording this on Pi Day. No one at work even told me happy Pi Day. So that's kind of fucked up. But (laughs) but this is what we've been waiting for. I've been prepping for this for so long. I threw out all the prep. I'm just ready to go. I'm so excited. Yesterday, I'm sitting in my car, driving back, printed a bunch of brackets at work at Pilgrim Roasters, our sponsor. Shout out Pilgrim Roasters. And uh, I'm driving back and I'm like, damn, you know what? Since I was a kid, I've really wanted like a big bracket, you know, put it on an easel in the apartment, put the put the game winners on it. I was like, I'm a fucking adult. I could just go to Staples and print a big, big bracket. So I fucking did it. And I hand wrote all the teams in during the selection show. And I've never been more excited in my life. This tournament is going to be crazy. I got some spicy picks. I know you got some spicy picks. So let's dive into it. And Eric, before we get into it, I have one trivia question for you. Absolutely. Okay. It's kind of off topic from from March Madness, but what lasted longer? Kim K's marriage to Chris Humphreys or Tom Brady's first retirement? Well, Tom Brady's first retirement was like 42 days. I'm going to say Tom Brady's first retirement. Kim K's marriage was 72 days. Oh, it was longer. It was longer. Somehow somehow Kim K and Chris Humphreys were married longer than Tom Brady was retired. I got a a Kim K, Chris Humphreys trivia right back at you. You know who uh, Michael Phelps has the best time in the history of the state of Minnesota for swimming the 50 freestyle. Do you know who has the second best time? Chris yeah, I'm guessing it's Chris yeah, Humphreys. It's Chris Humphreys, which is just a wild stat. They were like high school rivals in swimming. Um, That's so crazy. yeah, shout out Minnesota university, not in the tournament, uh, but Chris Humphreys, big time alum. Um, let's dive right into this bracket. We're going to start in the West region where the number one seed is the Gonzaga Bulldogs. They're going to take on Georgia State in the first round. 
You got a 16 versus one. I certainly don't. I got Gonzaga in this game. Yep. I think uh, there's not going to be a Virginia UMBC upset this year, at least in my bracket. So I'm going with Gonzaga as well. No, and Georgia State kind of got fucked here. I thought they deserved a little better than a 16 seed, but uh, they're going to lose regardless. I have them going down to Gonzaga. You have them going down to Gonzaga. Uh, In the second game, it is the 8-9 matchup between Boise State and Memphis. Who do you got in this one, Finn? This one's spicy, but I'm actually – I'm leaning Boise here partly because of travel to Portland, Oregon for Memphis. Um, They just lost a tough one to Houston in the American Championship. So I'm actually leaning Boise. Um, It wasn't just an eight over a nine pick. I did look into it a little more. Um, most people are probably going to lean Memphis, but I'm, I'm, I'm going Boise here. Also taking Boise state, um, Memphis wants to speed you up and play defense and generate steals. Boise state is number seven in the country, according to Kempom in steal percentage on the offensive side. So that's losing the ball to steals. Boise state wants to slow you down and grind you out and play hard tough defense on the interior Memphis does not shoot the three ball well we all know they're missing their best player I don't have a lot of faith in Penny Hardaway as a coach I don't think he's a very good coach I think he's a great recruiter um, even though they got Larry Brown on the bench at Memphis I'm taking Boise State if Degahart, their freshman shoots the ball well like he did in the Mountain West Championship against San Diego State they could run away with this game but I think it'll be pretty close so do I this is definitely a shaky game yeah Toss I, we'll get yep. into it later, but I think that's a loss in the next round. No matter what team wins, they're playing the best team in the country. Um, next, we got a 12-5 matchup between UConn and New Mexico State. Who do you got in that one? I'm riding with UConn here. Um, I, 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 I'd love to hear your, your pick, though. Going UConn as well. Um, number one in the country in offensive rebound percentage at 39.7. No one is even sniffing them in that. They're not a great offensive team, but they do score on the interior well, and New Mexico State does not defend super well on interior buckets. They defend the three well, which UConn doesn't really need to win games. I'm taking UConn. I really like how they've been playing the last month. I think they're physical. Bobby Hurley is an absolute animal on the bench, and uh, yeah, I like UConn in that game. Love it. Then we got uh, Arkansas and Vermont. Who are you going with? So I'm taking Arkansas, but I had a long think on this game. It basically came down to Vermont's going to foul a lot and Arkansas shoots the free throw pretty effectively. They're like 74% solid, like 70s in the country. Um, I think Vermont's scrappy. I just think this is a bad draw for Vermont. They're not super athletic. They like to shoot the ball. They kind of run their action through two guys and Arkansas's deep. Note as a guard is really, really good. They're going to get in your face. They're going to force steals and play physical defense. Uh, and I think tracking for the second round, Musselman versus Hurley as a coaching matchup will be absolutely iconic. I'm taking Arkansas, although I think this game will be close. Yeah, I, I took Vermont here. So this is our first head-to-head. Um, Really, like Arkansas, it feels like they've been on a little bit of a slide recently as of late. Um, Vermont absolutely crushed their conference tournament. Um, by the numbers, I'm, I'm reading the ESPN breakdown on them. 
Um, they're some, they're one of the best offensive teams in terms of effective field goal percentage and turnover percentage. Um, you, you know, I don't really have a ton of numbers to back this up. I'm more looking at complete recency bias on how, what, what I think is below par Arkansas has been recently, definitely had a lot of hype during the season and how hot Vermont is. I think this is just a good, if a 13 is going to beat a four, I think it could be, it, it could be this game. I love the pick. Like, I, I really thought hard about this one. I'll give you some Vermont numbers. They're number one in the nation at allowing offensive uh, rebounds. They def- essentially blocking out um, on the defensive rebounding side. Uh, they're number one in the country. Their effective field goal percentage is number three in the entire country. Their turnover percentage is 16. So if you're looking for a team that's going to slow the pace down, their average possession length is, is also in 270s. They're going to slow the pace down. They're not going to turn the ball over, which is exactly what Arkansas wants. The reason I picked Arkansas, Vermont's pretty good shooting the three. They're really good shooting the two, but Arkansas's interior defense is really solid. I don't hate this pick. I think they could definitely win. Um, they're ranked number 59 on Ken Palm, which is really solid for a mid-major. Uh, it's just not the direction I went. I, I still think Musselman's a good coach and – their defensive metrics at Arkansas are ridiculous and they shoot the free throw just as good. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm reading like the, the seed by seed, like seed fact, at least one number 13 has beaten a number four in 26 of 36 tournaments in the past three tourneys, eight of the 12 matchups were decided by single digits. So it's going to be close. I mean, I, Teaser, I didn't pick another 13 outside of this matchup. So, you know, th- this is the one I liked out of all the 13 versus fours. So I went with it. And a teaser, I did pick another 13, which is partially why I didn't pick this game. But I, I think you might be right. It- it's one of the reasons I really wanted to take Vermont. But I think Arkansas just has them. They're, they're 38 spots up in Ken Palm rankings, and they're a pretty solid team. Um, let's move on to the next matchup. It'll be Alabama the sixth seed versus the winner of Rutgers and Notre Dame in the play-in game. Who do you got in the play-in game and who do you got against Alabama? Um, on my bracket, I actually didn't have to pick the playing game, but if I did, I'm picking Rutgers and I'm picking Rutgers over Alabama. Okay. So I, I have an 11 over a six. I'm going opposite route. Everyone's on Rutgers. I'm taking Notre Dame. They're just a better basketball team. Rutgers calling card is they're really good on defense. They're ranked 38th on Ken Palm. That's not bad. It's not great. Notre Dame's actually ranked 42nd on Ken Palm on defense and they're a top tier offensive team. I think Notre Dame's going to be able to score and defend pretty well against Rutgers. I think Rutgers is maybe the most overvalued team going into this tournament. Uh, Even though they barely snuck in, I don't think they deserve to get in. And I similarly am going to take Notre Dame over Alabama. Um, Alabama is brutally inconsistent. If they show up and hit their threes, they'll win, but they're not good defensively. They don't shoot the three ball. Well, they're in the bottom third of the country in three point percentage, but they take a lot of them. I think if they play Notre Dame, Notre Dame's going to be able to score enough. They're going to be in trouble. I think conversely, if Rutgers wins the play in game, I would take Bama over Rutgers. I, I, that's a bad matchup for Rutgers because if Bama makes enough threes to score 60 points, they're going to win that game. Uh, I think it's a bad style clash for Rutgers, but I, I got Notre Dame in the playing game. I got them beating Alabama. 
Yeah, I think Rutgers has a lot of the public money on them, which like they they're, they're just one of those public darlings, like not a big name in the Big Ten, yet they've had massive wins all year. <sighs> it does feel like that's probably one of those teams that that could lose to, especially like Notre Dame. They're not in a conference, but they play the ACC schedule. I haven't heard anything about Notre Dame all year. Yeah, the ACC is so- bad, but. I thought Notre Dame and another team will get to Virginia Tech are grossly undervalued teams in this tournament. I think Notre Dame has weapons and experience on offense. I think they can straight out hoops. So uh, I'm taking but, but, Notre Dame. Yeah, either way, we do have Alabama losing. So Yes, I, I although if Rutgers wins, I'm going to change my pick and take Alabama. That's just how I see it. I, I, I don't believe in Rutgers at all, and I don't think they're going to beat Notre Dame, but if they do – I think Alabama will be able to do enough against Rutgers to win that game. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Texas tech, the third seed versus number 14, Montana state. Who you Take got? Texas tech. I, I don't think this yep. one will be particularly close. I don't see Montana state breaking 50 in this game. So I'm, I'm taking Texas tech. Yep. I took Texas tech as well. All right. We got a seven, 10 matchup next. It's Michigan state and Davidson. I'm gonna let you go first here. I know how high you are on Michigan State. I watched the Davidson-Richmond game. I had Richmond in that game in the championship. But I'm going with Davidson here. Um, I think they have a a good amount of offensive firepower. They've been good all year. Um, Michigan State's a tough out, uh, especially with Izzo and potentially playing Coach K in that second-round game. But – I'm going with Davidson, the number 10 over the seven here. What I'm going to shock you. I'm going to take the same team. Um, I watched Michigan State play Purdue this weekend in the Big Ten tournament. They are not good defensively. I don't think they're particularly good offensively. Davidson is really good offensively, slightly overvalued, uh, in my opinion, offensively compared to, say, San Francisco or UAB in this tournament. But number 11 on Kempom on offense eight and three point percentage. They shoot the free throw really well, which I think is going to be really important because Michigan state fouls a lot. I like Davidson. I I don't like the way Michigan state's been playing. I don't think they have a lot of guys that can go score a bucket. They're really dependent on passing to set up shots. And in the tournament, you kind of need bucket getters and, and Davidson has that. Plus Davidson's best player is a former Michigan state transfer. So, you know, I, I like Davidson. I, I think uh, Foster Lawyer, that is. He's the former um, Mr. Michigan Player of the Year in high school. Went to Michigan State, transferred. So I'll take uh, I'll take Davidson as well. I like that pick. And, and not that it mattered, but they should have won their conference championship. Like, I had Richmond, but Richmond got lucky as hell at the end there to get fouled. Yeah. I, um, I mean, listen, they lost to Dayton and they lost to Richmond. Those are their only two losses in their last 10 games. They're two pretty good teams. Their other losses on the season are San Francisco and New Mexico State, and those are both tournament teams. So I, I like Davidson. I, I think they're a little overvalued by people saying they might get out and get past Duke, which we're about to get to. I don't think that's the case, but I think they're good enough to beat Michigan State. I think Michigan State as a seven might be a little overvalued right now. Yep, yep. Um, All right, um, Duke versus Cal State Fullerton. I, I think we're both probably going to go Duke here. Yep, I'm on Duke uh, for that yep. game. Same. Cool. Same. So let's move into the second round of the West region. 
Our first matchup, Gonzaga versus Boise State. We both have that. I like Gonzaga. Uh, interesting matchup. Boise State's head coach is a former assistant at Gonzaga. Boise State's going to try and replicate Gonzaga on offense and defense. Gonzaga's just too good. I'm taking Gonzaga. I'm also taking Gonzaga here. Cool. Um, our next matchup, I have UConn versus Arkansas. You have UConn versus Vermont. Give me your pick first. I got UConn. Love it. Uh, I have UConn beating Arkansas as well. Uh, they shoot the free throw a little bit better. They rebound better. I think like they can slow the pace down and still play effectively. And Arkansas can't in a really physical game with a lot of fouls. UConn's a little bit deeper of a team. If Arkansas gets some guys in foul trouble, they're going to take over the game. Arkansas does have an advantage at guard play, but I think UConn's rebounding ability, they're going to be able to scrap this out in like a 59, 52 type of slugfest. Um, I like UConn. And part of that reason is I don't know if Arkansas gets by Vermont. So I have UConn. Yep. Right on. Uh, The next game, you have Rutgers, Texas Tech. I have Notre Dame, Texas Tech. I have Texas Tech. I don't know how you feel about that. Well, I'm I'm riding with Rutgers. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yep. I'm I'm, I'm basically taking that playing game to shock the world. So You know what? If there's a type of team to take in the tournament, take one of the play-in teams. UCLA, Final Four team last year from the 11 play-in game. Um, I don't hate the pick. I'm taking Texas Tech. I'm really high on Texas Tech. I think they defend at an elite level. Um, and I think they're going to shock the world a little bit in this tournament. Yeah, what's tough here for me, um, like I think there's a stat where like every year a play-in team makes it at least to the Sweet 16. Like Texas Tech is good. You know, it, it's tough, but I'm just riding with Rutgers to continue to to pull out big wins. As I'm saying it out loud, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? But that's exactly why I'm doing it. So. Yeah, I think Texas Tech has a huge chip on their shoulder. Chris Beard leaving. Um, I just like them in that game. And then the last game of the region will be Davidson and Duke. We both have that matchup. I have Duke. What do you have? I have Davidson, buddy. I don't I hate think, it. I, I don't I, I like Duke. Duke. Yeah, Duke, in my opinion, it's like, yeah, I know they have Paolo. I know they have a lot of other great players. But I don't know if they're mature enough. Coach K looks fucking shook. They're a bad coach team. They're a badly coached team. I, I watched them play Virginia Tech straight up. I'm not shitting on Coach K. They are a badly coached team this season. They run the same set over and over and over again. And if it doesn't work, they can run into trouble. My personal opinion, I don't think Davidson's good enough defensively to slow them down. They are ranked 152nd on Ken Palm for adjusted efficiency on defense. And Davidson wants to slow you down, run off ball screens, which will work against Duke's defense. But I don't think they have anyone that can match Paolo inside. He could drop 30 in this game. I think if they want to slow the pace down, that's fine with Duke. Uh, I I like the pick. I don't hate your pick. I think Davidson definitely has a shot in this game, but I'm going to take Duke. Yeah, so, like, Duke, like, I know Paolo can get any bucket he wants, and he, frankly, if he just got the ball every every play, he probably could score every time. But, like, I I think the players just have too much pressure on them. Like, Coach K being like being his last ride. Now all the kids are like, oh, oh shit, we got to win every game for this guy. It looks like they're playing a little tight. They, 
like, I, I don't know. I've been listening to people on the radio too talk about Davidson. Like, I think they're a North Carolina team as well. So yep. it's, it's like, it's like the younger brother to the big, like Duke and UNC schools. And like, I, I've seen their offense Their offense is pretty damn good. And it, it's a gutsy pick, but yeah, I'm taking Davidson over Duke. I will say this. If they run off, they run a, a lot of two screen off ball action to stagger and get different guys open for catch and shoot. That could give Duke a lot of problems because Duke is very lazy on defense. They do not get over screens. I watched them play Virginia Tech. They were just grabbing guys coming off screens and getting fouls. I don't know if Duke's going to play that way in the tournament. I don't have them going very far either. We'll get to that in a minute. But I think they'll have enough to beat Davidson on the interior. Uh, That brings us to the Sweet 16. My Sweet 16 will be Gonzaga versus UConn, Texas Tech versus Duke. Your Sweet 16 is Gonzaga versus UConn and Rutgers versus Davidson, correct? Correct. All right. I got Gonzaga beating UConn. Don't think that'll be particularly close. Again, Gonzaga is the best team. They just are. Now, I think certain matchups can give them trouble in the final four um, down the road. Spoiler alert. But I like Gonzaga to beat UConn, and I like Texas Tech to beat Duke, and I don't think this game will be close. They're going to out-physical Duke. Santos Silva can certainly guard Paolo. And I just think Texas Tech is scrappy enough and wants it. And again, all those things you said about Duke having pressure, playing far away from home, Coach K's last run, I think Duke's depth issues will come into play. And I just, I trust Texas Tech more. I have them facing Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. Yeah, so, oh, fuck, man. (laughs) This is where my bracket goes to shit and we're not even 15 minutes in. Um I got UConn beating Gonzaga for some reason. It just felt right. Um, I don't know why, but I think that's going to be a nice little upset. A little mayhem. Yeah, Yeah. a little mayhem. And then I have Davidson going to the Elite Eight to beating Rutgers. So I have UConn Davidson in that uh, uh, Elite Eight region from the for the West. Well, lead right into it. Who do you have as the West region champion representing the West region in the final four? Can't believe I'm about to say this, but I have Davidson. I love it. You're going completely against the grain and like, yeah, you know what? You're putting your whole balls on the table. If you're right, you're going to be the only guy. And if you're wrong, you're going to say, well, I took a risk. I mean, yeah, it's like, we kept saying it, man. If there's every year that it's as wide open for everyone and any team can lose to anybody, it's this year. So I have just absolute mayhem out of the West with a five versus 10 to determine who goes to the final four. Nice. I love it. Yeah. I have Gonzaga. I have the chalk coming out of the region. I thought about this game a lot. I, I think Texas Tech is going to play them brutally close. I think this is going to be a really tough game. I just think Chet Holmgren inside is going to be too much. Carlos Santos Silva is a smaller big. And I think if they can get him into foul trouble, just Gonzaga's ball movement's great. This is the best defensive team I think Gonzaga's had. I think they're better this year than they were last year, um, even without Jalen Suggs. I just, I love this Gonzaga team. I love the way they play. I think this is the most talent they've ever had. And I'm going to take them to go to the final four this year. Uh, I think they'll play a really tough game against Texas tech in the elite eight. I think that'll be close, but I'm going Gonzaga. 
I, I definitely like the game matchups that you have more than mine. That's all right. <laughs> well, because like, right. like Texas Tech versus Gonzaga would be a fire game. It's going to I think if that happens, it'll be a classic. Um, I'll just give the edge to Mark Few uh, in that game. And I think Gonzaga's composure wins out. Uh, and I, I, I like their bigs. I like Tilly and Holmgren. I, I think they're just a really good combo down low. Uh, all right. So out of the West, you have Davidson. I have Gonzaga. All right. Now we're going to spin it to Dan and Matt from the Good Soup podcast, who are going to make their picks for the West region. Um, we are going to pick the bracket by the mascot most likely to kill you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the uh, that's the gist of it. We're gonna we're gonna look at each mascot side by side, and uh, we're gonna compare them, and we're gonna pick which one we think is most likely. You know, to... as uh, as Philly people, I think we we know yeah. how to spot people who can yeah, spotting people that are yeah. gonna stab you violently in your sleep. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be great because this is we're gonna lead right in from this from the uh, the formal breakdown of the bracket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you guys will probably beat Finney and I doing this. My aunt won last year by mascot that would win in a fight. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. Let's just nice. dive right into it. We're going to start oh. with the West region. Beautiful. All right. So first up in the West, we've got... Uh, Smash. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Saga versus was, Georgia State. It's not the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, is that bag by you, actually? Yeah. I have my notebook in there. Just if you want to open just open the top, the light blue notebook. I have all, I have, I have all the names of the mascots written oh. down. So oh, can, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's, I think it's important, especially for one, the, the very last team. I don't know if you know the, uh, the Jacksonville State name mascot. If you do, don't say. But it's uh, it's pretty great. I'm gonna be honest. I know a lot of the mascots. I do not know Jacksonville State, so right, cool. I'm intrigued. So first up, we've got Gonzaga versus Georgia State. Gonzaga's mascot is Spike the Bulldog versus Georgia State's Pounce. Hmm. So Dan, what are your thoughts? So looking at them now, <laughs> yeah. the names give their own story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going from this picture, I'm gonna have to go Georgia State. Yeah, I think I'm also gonna have to go Georgia Pounce, State. Pounce, like he looks like a lovable guy. Yeah, you know, like yeah. he looks like a little bit rough around the edges, but he wouldn't hurt you. Pounce, yeah. though, I mean, I don't know. Maybe do you see his like Gen- the way he's pointing? Like, you see that? You're going to heaven, kid. Yeah, but Gonzaga like, does kind of have he he kind of has that like nobody's home kind of look. Would it change your perspective if I told you that the Gonzaga mascot is Catholic? It actually would actually. That does. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. Spike the bulldog. Yeah, yeah, he is a Catholic. All right. Yeah. Um, and also. If you picked Georgia State, just like yeah, you know, no, I know, pick anything you want, but the sixteen over the one is a spicy yeah, pick, especially Gonzaga. No, the yeah. ca- the, um, the the lore of the Catholic mm-hmm. adds to his uh, factor. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and knowing that Gonzaga is good is about the the breadth of my. Uh, they are the best team this year. Yeah, so. it's it's about as much NCAA knowledge as you're going to get out of me. So cool. yeah, yeah. So that that's about that's about as intellectual as this uh, this podcast is going to get. <laughs> All right, so Gonzaga wins that one. Next up. <laughs> now, I don't know if he's intimidating, but the, what is that, Boise? That's yeah, Boise. He's State. on yeah, some, bison. He's, he's Buster the Bronco. Oh, he's a Bronco. Oh, but that's Buster. Against right. uh, Mem- Memphis is uh, Pouncer now, the Tiger. Yeah, Pouncer kind of just looks like Tony the yeah, Tiger. I mean, like, yeah. Come Lord Tony the I'm, Tiger. But Buster <laughs> is on something. I'm going to be honest, Buster Bronco, I, when I made this slideshow, and Buster the Bronco is my favorite to win this entire thing, so Buster I'm, the, I'm going Buster the Bronco. Buster the Bronco looks like he fought for Germany in World <laughs> <Yeah>. War II. <laughs> he's on that good, good like, like he moved to Switzerland. Yeah. Or no, Argentina. Argentina. Thank Argentina. So, yeah, my, uh, bad, my bad. No, yeah, yeah no contest. Yeah. No contest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, this is UConn. This is uh, Jonathan the Jaguar 
Uh, or Jonathan the Husky. Yeah, rather. I was going to say they're the Huskies. Yeah. I wrote the names, not the animals. <laughs> I, I was making it, and I was like, I'll be able to tell it. They Jonathan are right is a weirdly human name. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Jonathan, Jonathan the uh, the Husky versus uh, this is Clint Eastwood. No, this Burt is Reynolds. Pistol Pete. Now, in any other scenario, Burt Reynolds. It's literally. I would Burt say Reynolds Jonathan has a chance. Uh-huh, but uh, Pistol Pete here yeah. has shot someone before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look know at what? that finger gun, and yeah. he's grabbing so his dick. I think they. I think Connecticut has redesigned Jonathan recently. Or there's a lot of these where it's very difficult to find actually concise information yes. about like what the current mascot is. Some schools just don't have a mascot. Uh, there's there's some fun ones. Um, yeah. So if any of these are incorrect. Uh, I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> no, but that being said, I'm going Jonathan. I'm going Pistol Pete. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So Matt's on UConn yeah. and Dan's on New Mexico State. Yeah. All right. What are you on, Eric? I have UConn in that game. I have UConn going kind of yeah. far. Yeah. Oh, Arkansas versus Vermont. There's, this, is, this is an insane matchup. So this is uh, Tusk the fourth. He comes from a long line uh, against... Uh, oh, God. Where did I write it? So oh, do yeah. We- this, is, uh, this is Rally, the... Uh, Catamount. Yeah. 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 So you said they're, he's, they're, they're the catamounts, so I just had to tell you. He's the fourth, right? Yeah. What can we assume about his lineage? Uh, well, they've made it this far. <laughs> uh, our, our, it's from he's from Arkansas, so he's clearly inbred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Tusk on this one. I'm going yeah. with Arkansas. Do you see those horns? Man? I love it. You guys are on my side. Finney took Vermont in this game. I took Arkansas. Not that I it mean, matters. I yeah. mean, look look at him. I, yeah. I don't know how it came you got to take Tusk. Yeah. Alabama versus so this is I see that you have like the first four yeah. like actually laid out. Uh, I'm too dumb to understand what that actually so was they, about. Let me explain real quick. Uh-huh. They play in a game on Tuesday. The winner yeah, of that it's, game it's like then the wild plays card. Alabama. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't do that for this. So we're just gonna pick one of the three because that's how it was yeah, laid yeah, out in the no, bracket. I, I like that. Yeah. So we've got uh, Alabama coming in strong with Big Al the elephant. Okay. It's obviously him. Yeah, the I can say Crimson <laughs> Tide. I don't Rut- know why their mascot's Rut- an elephant. Rutgers uh, has the Scarlet Knight. Uh, my favorite Elden Ring boss. Yeah. Uh, and then Notre Dame just has some guy. <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame is my uncle. Uh, also, also. Who they got down the street. Also said. a Catholic mascot. Yeah, also a Catholic I mean, mascot. I mean, duh. He um, looks yeah. more likely to molest you, yeah, though. Yeah, there's there's a couple schools that it. are just like dudes. The it's Notre Dame one is like my drunk uncle mm-hmm. who was like, I had it. He would like try to fight you in a fight. Now, yeah. is he good? Uh-huh. No. No. But he will try to fight you on Yeah, side. I'm uh, I'm I'm going. He. They also just call him the Leprechaun, which is hilarious. Uh, I'm going Notre Dame in this one. Yeah, I'll go Notre Dame because he's not going to give up. I love it. I took Notre Dame to win the play-in game and beat Alabama. So I mean, look at him. Yeah, you can't you can't say no. All right, we got Texas oh, Tech Texas versus Tech. Montana. State. Yeah, Texas yeah. Tech. I mean, that's Yosemite <laughs> Sam right there. You can't. Uh, what are they, what that they man is carrying. Oh no, his name is uh, Raider Red. Yeah, Ray. He's carrying <laughs> two yeah, assault rifles. Um, also, uh, I think they're are they just a actually. wildcat. Uh, who Montana is that? State? That's Montana State. Montana State. Oh yeah, it's Champ the Wildcat. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, he yeah. get a better mascot. Yeah. I'm, he doesn't I'm, the I'm going Texas Tet. Why does Tet. everyone have to be the Wildcats? You're gonna see that a lot. In the, this. Yeah, there's also like four that are just like it's the tiger. Yeah, it's pretty. Lots fun. of Tony the Tigers yeah. up here. Uh, Michigan State <laughs> versus Davidson. Uh, Michigan State has the the famous uh, Spartan Sparty the Spartan. Uh, Davidson has Wild E Wildcat. Now, <laughs> can I give my opinion mm-hmm. real quick? Mm-hmm. I don't know how intimidating Michigan State is, but he's mm-hmm. looking at me like a... He's hung. Yeah, if yeah we, you could tell we, by the way he walks. If we were to do mascots that would show you a good time, I think it would be Michigan State. But yeah. in this case... Uh, in this case, I think... Davidson he, lives in my waking night. Yeah, yeah, so. like who made that face? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them that are just like, how did this make it past like any kind of quality control? Yeah, like, this I don't is, know. I'm going Davidson's Davidson. mouth, yeah. man. Yeah, I picked them in the actual thing. So yeah. Uh, Duke versus CS Fullerton. 
Uh, I'm also just going to say letters that are just like incorrect <laughs> ways to say the state names. So, I don't give uh, a shit. It's yeah, Cal State neither. Fullerton. Who cares? Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, so this is uh, Duke has the Blue Devil and uh, Fullerton has Tuffy the Titan. Now, what's named. interesting here mm-hmm. is that they both have horns. Yeah, in different places, though, different which places. I think is interesting. If it's going to be about who's going to murder you in your mm-hmm. sleep, yeah. I feel like the Blue Devil is... Yeah, yeah I no, mean, the I mean, way his face aside, is organized... Aside from the horns, mm-hmm. do you see the goatee? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah no, that's red flag. That's red He's flag. He's got a Dane right. Cook facial hair. Yeah, the goatee's a red flag, so right. I'm going to have to go Duke. Duke it is. All right, that was the West Region with the Good Soup podcast by which mascot would kill you in your sleep. If you like what you heard from the Good Soup guys, we put out a full-length YouTube video with the entire bracket. It'll be up today, same day as the podcast. So if you like what you heard there in that little preview for the West Region first round, go check out the full-length video on YouTube and make sure you check out the Good Soup podcast as well on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now we're going to move down to the East region. The number one seed Baylor Bears taking on Norfolk State, the 16 seed. I have Baylor. No upset here. How do you feel? Yep. Baylor. Cool. We'll just move on to the next game. Eight seed North Carolina, nine seed Marquette. Who do you got? I have Marquette. Um, not really a lot. Like I'm, I'm feeling more statistics coming from your end here. Yes. But, I'm, um, I'm coming in hot with this. I'm just leaning Marquette. They didn't, didn't really have a phenomenal season record-wise, but um, I've been hearing little birdies say they're scrappy, uh, that this is a team to look out for, so I'm picking that upset. UNC really hasn't been phenomenal all year. I am a little worried that, um, you know, beating Duke at the end of the year, um, playing decent through the, the AAC tournament, they didn't get to the final or anything, but um, I'm, I'm leaning Marquette. Close 8-9 matchup, but that's where I land. So I'm taking North Carolina. I don't love North Carolina. I think their season peaked when they beat Duke. I don't really know what else they're going to play for. Like, they beat Coach K on his last night in Cameron. That's a huge emotional high. I just don't think Marquette should have even gotten into this tournament. They have two guys who can score, and the rest of their team is garbage. Um, That's not a formula that works in the NCAA tournament. I mean, if they take those two guys away – they account for over 50% of their points. I don't think they're going to be able to score. I think North Carolina is going to pick and roll them to death. Shaka Smart is going to press. It's what he always does, and it's not going to work against North Carolina's athleticism. I don't like North Carolina to get far, but I don't think this is going to be a very close game. Uh, I like North Carolina. Yeah, looking at the, the ESPN bit on this too, Marquette's pace, they play one of the fastest offensive offenses in the nation. Horrible formula. Mar- for the tournament playing fast. You mean? Yeah. You, you want to see a team that can slow it down now, not always like we'll get to, to some other teams later that do speed up the pace that I think could do well. I just don't think Marquette's one of them again, two guys that can put the ball in the basket. So, so listen to this little, little blurb too. Marquette weathered a schedule that featured 12 ranked opponents. So they are big game ready heading into the big dance. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's kind of a crapshoot here, but I'm just going to take Marquette and just keep rolling with the with those close upsets against the grain. Again, it's an eight nine, so like Marquette could definitely win this game. I, I out of all the eight nines, this is the one I have the most confidence in, though, with North Carolina. We'll move on Got to it. the next game. It's going to be St. Mary's as the five seed versus the winner of the twelve seed play-in game between Indiana 
and who is Indiana playing? Why am I pulling a blank? Uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. Uh, I got Indiana in the play-in game. Don't think Wyoming should have gotten in either. Don't really know how the fuck Wyoming got in. Um, who do you got between? Well, you give me your play-in game, and then who you got over St. Mary's and either Wyoming or Indiana? Yeah, I got Indiana. Um, Indiana's actually been a little bit, I would say, surprising me with how good they are. Um, they got good players. Uh, I mean, they lost to Iowa when they were up by nine with like what four minutes left. Um, yeah, I, I have Indiana over Wyoming, and then I'm also taking Indiana over St. Mary's. Yeah, I, I don't hate in it. that game. Um, Indiana's athletic. They're going to move the ball. They play really good defense. I like Mike Woodson. I think some NBA playoff games will get him big ready, big game ready, excuse me, for this tournament. I like St. Mary's to beat them. I think everyone's taking Indiana. Like literally everyone, every expert's like, Indiana's going to beat Wyoming and they're going to beat St. Mary's. St. Mary's is really good. And they're good defensively. And they beat Gonzaga. And they have good losses. I I like Indiana. I just don't, like, yes, they're more athletic than St. Mary's. But I think St. Mary's plays really good team basketball. It'll be a close game. I'm not going to be surprised whatsoever if Indiana wins. In fact, they'll probably be betting favorites when they play, even though they're the 12th seed. Uh, but I'll take St. Mary's. I, I just like them in that game. Yep, I agree. Moving I agree. on to the next game, we got uh, number 13, Akron, versus number four seed, UCLA. I got UCLA. This game won't be close. What do you got? Yep. UCLA all the way. I, I like UCLA a lot and we'll get to it, but I, I think they're, they returned every single player from last year's final four team. And they've just at the end of the season really started to turn it on and figure it out. Um, they're a team that's going to slow down the pace and play good defense. Uh, I, I just, Mick Cronin's a great coach. I, I like them. Uh, number six, Texas versus 11, Virginia Tech, who is also the um, ACC champion. I have Texas. Um, I'll just give you my pick. I got Texas. Who do you, who do you got? I got Virginia Tech. Uh, Texas underwhelmed me all season. They have a bunch of transfers that aren't playing well together. I really like Chris Beard as a coach. Texas lost in the first round last year. A lot of those guys are still on this team. They don't put the ball in the basket. And they defend well, like really well, but I think Virginia Tech, I, I watched them play Duke and I watched them in that ACC tournament. They have a great lineup for the tournament. Small, scrappy guards that shoot the three extremely well. Dudes that can run on the interior and play tough defense. They got a bunch of bigs they can throw at you. It's a lot of transfers, a lot of older guys. They have a lot of continuity playing with each other. I really like Virginia Tech. In fact, I really, really like Virginia Tech. And I'm really concerned about it because Texas is a very good team. And I like them earlier in the year. I just don't particularly like how they're playing right now. So I'll take Virginia Tech in this game. Say Virginia Tech lost to Duke, though, and they didn't win the ACC championship. They wouldn't would be in. That, so would that shift your mindset at all? No, because I still think Virginia Tech's a better team than Rutgers. I think they're a better team than Notre Dame. I think they're a better team than Indiana. And I think they're a better team than Wyoming. So do you think Virginia Tech just hit an emotional high with winning the, the ACC championship? No, I, I think quite the opposite. They've been on a roll for like a month and a half now. They have a lot of transfers and a new coach, and it took them a while to gel together. But their their point guard, Storm, I think it's Storm Murphy, Storm, total Storm porn, Murphy, yep. total porn star name. Um, 
he played at Wofford with their coach that's there now. So he transferred with the coach. He's got a lot of familiarity in the system. He's got that Steve Nash dribble to the end of the earth type of uh, mentality to him where you're never going to get him to pick up his dribble. I, I just, I see them running around, causing a lot of problems for Texas, creating open threes. And Virginia Tech doesn't miss a lot of threes and Texas doesn't make a lot of threes. And I think that's kind of the deciding factor in this game. Yeah, I'm leaning more on the Texas defense, um, just them being so dominant. Um, yeah, that that's why I'm picking Texas here. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I don't hate it. Um, next, we got three-seed Purdue, 14-seed Yale. I think this is the easiest 3-14 to pick. I'm going to take Purdue. <laughs> yeah, especially since Yale beat my Princeton squad for the Ivy League championship. I got to go Purdue here. Ivy League was the Got worst it. conference in college basketball this year. Penn was the three seed in that tournament with a losing record. Um, Yale's got no talent taking Purdue. Don't feel yeah, bad. I, and, and talking and then Purdue's like the best offensive team yes. like, in the country. So, well, one of one of the best. But yeah, but I'm, I'm going Purdue there. Uh, then we got a 7-10 matchup between Murray State and San Francisco. I love this game. The so, tournament nailed it. I, I think this is the best game of the first round. Yeah, I'm just leaning off of hearsay right now. I, I have to go. I'm going Murray State because it sets up a, a round of 32 game that I want to want to watch. But San Francisco, that's like if you're a better during the year, like bailout games, betting San Francisco, like I, I love San Francisco, but I'm going Murray State here. I'm going to go against the green. I'm taking San Francisco. Uh, they're the 21st ranked team on Ken Palm, 45th offense, 19th defense. They don't shoot the three ball particularly awesome, 34.7%, 53.9 from two. They only allow 28.9% complete, three point percentage on defense. You do not shoot the three on San Francisco. They close out really effectively. They rebound really effectively. They play at a faster pace. This is one of those teams that I'm, really high on even though they play at a faster pace they lost to gonzaga in the west coast conference tournament i thought they played really well in that game they lost that game by 10 i i like murray state and i like their two guards and i think they play well together san francisco is a little bit bigger they draw a little more fouls they're a far better free throw shooting team i'm gonna take them i i, I just Again, this is another game where, like, I also really like Murray State, and I'm kind of pissed they have to play each other. But judging San Francisco's body of work, they've beaten Davidson. They've beaten UAB. They've beaten Arizona State. They've beaten San Diego State. They've beaten St. Mary's. I, they have good wins, and I don't really see a lot of quality wins for Murray State. They haven't played anyone, so I'll take San Francisco. I think they're – Murray State – in conference, they went undefeated. Um, people that I listen to love that that conference that they play in, or like, like it's just like good competition. Does it worry you at all that? I mean, I guess like neither of these teams are in Power Five, but that San Francisco played in the WCC. No, that actually helps. It's a better conference. Like they played in the better conference than Murray State. Um, there's what three tournament teams from the West Coast Conference. I think there are. Yeah. St. Mary's yeah. Gonzaga. San Francisco. And yeah. Listen, Mary state has a quality win. They, they beat Chattanooga. 
but they got blown out by Auburn, who's another tournament team. And then they've won, I don't know, like 16 straight games, but the best team they played in that stretch was Belmont. And Belmont's not a bad team, but they beat Belmont. They, they beat Memphis too. I mean, yeah, they did I, beat I, Memphis, I know... but they beat Memphis in December and Memphis was really bad. I, I'm still giving them a quality win there. Like that's a good win against a tournament team, but yeah. completely different Memphis team than we see now. Um, their best wins Chattanooga, in my opinion. I think Chat- yeah. Chattanooga is a very good team. So Yeah, no, I mean, this is going to be, it's going to be a good game. Like you said, I like San Francisco too. Um but I'm, I'm leaning Murray State, so. I, I'm not going to hate on it. I, I like Murray State as well. I, I think they're a really good team. Uh, I just, as an in-state matchup, I'll take San Francisco. I like the way they play basketball. Yep. All righty. And then now on to Kentucky versus St. Peter's. I think Kentucky. we both lean Kentucky here. Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Yep. I don't, I don't think that's. I watched St. Peter's play, though. Uh, late night conference championship. Really, really a horrible game. But uh, they won. They're certainly a team in the tournament. Uh, Kentucky, though. So, cool. Um, second round, round of 32. East uh, region. I got Baylor versus North Carolina. You got Baylor versus Marquette. Who do you got? I'm going to lose all credibility here, man. <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? I might need to, I might need to switch this. As of now, I have Marquette, but um, let me go first. Let me go yeah. first. And then you and then you come in because I listen, I'm not going to tell you how to fill your bracket out. You do not want to take Marquette over Baylor. Um, I'm taking Baylor over North Carolina. Baylor's really, really good. They lost Davion Mitchell last year. They lost some other guys from the national championship team. They have some injuries. Scott Drew is an incredible coach. They're still a really, really good team. And I have them beating North Carolina pretty comfortably. Um, I don't think that'll be very close. Pick whatever you want. Don't, don't let me influence you. Yeah, if you see, want to take Marquette, think, take Marquette. I think I just have to go with that, but I'm not going to tell anyone to take that pick. That's just what I have to go with. I know it's probably a bad pick, but I think I, I just have to go with Marquette. Do it. I like Because it, it doesn't make sense. So. Roast me in the comment section all you guys want. Call me a fucking idiot. I already know it, but I'm, I'm going with Marquette. Do it. All right. Yep. Next game, St. Mary's versus UCLA on my end. And on your end, it's Indiana versus UCLA. I got UCLA. I love their versatility. I love their experience. I love their lineup. I'm taking them. So do I. Yep. I got UCLA as well. Cool. Next round, you have Texas versus Purdue. I have Virginia Tech versus Purdue. You go first. I'm going with Purdue here. I really like Purdue. Um, I think their offense is crazy. That guy, Zach Eady, they have, who's just like the biggest person I've ever seen play basketball. Like if, if they just give him the ball in the lane, he's, he's going to score every time. Um, Jaden Ivey, incredible. The defense here of Texas. I mean, I talked about it in the, in the first round game. It's going to be, it's going to be a good matchup. See how the offense can, can handle that defensive pressure, but I'm going Purdue. I'm taking Virginia Tech over Purdue. Okay. Um, I love this Virginia Tech team, man. I love the way they play. I love their heart. They're 18th on Ken Palm in offensive efficiency. They're 55th in defensive efficiency. 
They shoot the free throw really well. They shoot the three extremely well. They're ranked third in the country in three-point percentage at 39.3. They have a really high effective field goal percentage at 55.2. They defend the three-point line well. They only let up 31.7%. That's in the top third of the country. If Purdue does not hit threes, they will not win a game. Even in the first round, if they do not hit threes, they will not win a game. I think they will beat Yale easily. But this Purdue team, and I like them. I like their talent. I think their big man, Williams, is the best passer in college basketball. He looked awesome against Michigan State. A lot of their offense against Michigan State was determined by their defense. And they want to speed you up and drive to the lane and kick. And Virginia Tech's one of, if not the slowest teams in the country. They're going to slow the game down, make it a half-court game, get the shot they want, and they're content going on the other end and playing defense. I think this is a bad matchup for Purdue. Virginia Tech's played a pretty damn hard schedule. Yes, earlier in the season, they were really bad. But since January 29th, they've only lost two games, one to North Carolina and one to Clemson. I just really like the way they're playing. I think that they're not going to be riding off a high of the ACC tournament. I think they know there's still work to do. Their coach has experience winning games in the tournament with Wofford. This roster has tournament experience. This Purdue team does not defend well. Matt Painter teams always defend well, and that's what gets them wins in the tournament and gets them far. When Matt Painter brings a team to the tournament that doesn't defend well, they're usually out pretty early, and that's why I like Virginia Tech. All right. I'm still riding with Purdue. Then my last matchup and your last matchup, you have Murray State, Kentucky. I have San Francisco, Kentucky. I'm going to take Kentucky. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I'm still riding with Murray State here. Okay. Um, I got the upset, the in-state upset. Where is this game being played at? This is in Indianapolis. So, yeah, both teams I think are going to travel decently well. Kentucky definitely has more firepower in terms of recruiting and star power. Kentucky depth does worry me, and this is a quick, like, I think they're playing on, so they play on Thursday and then Saturday, I think, 17, 18. No, they play Thursday and then Sunday. Yes. So, you know, the depth does worry me for Kentucky. I'm taking Murray State because I'm, I'm thinking this is like a hungry dog game. Um, kids that didn't get recruited to Kentucky or Louisville. So I'm taking Murray State for that for that upset uh, coming out of the coming out of the first weekend. Yeah, you know that's a pick. I can't say I agree. I think Oscar Shibwe is going to absolutely feast on either anyone on San Francisco or Murray State's roster. They have no answer for him. So he is I have good. Kentucky. Um, yep. We'll move to the Sweet 16. I have Baylor and UCLA. You have Marquette and UCLA. Who do you got? I'm taking UCLA, so uh, I know we have differences on who they're playing, but uh, I'm, I'm taking UCLA there to to beat Marquette and move on to the Sweet 16. Or the, the Elite Eight. Yeah. I'm with you. I got UCLA beating Baylor. Thought about this game a lot. I just think two teams that were in the Final Four last year, UCLA brings everyone back. Baylor didn't. Baylor's got injuries. UCLA is playing their best basketball of the year at the right time. I got UCLA moving on to the Elite Eight. And then in the second game, you have Purdue and Murray State. I have Virginia Tech and Kentucky. Who do you got? I'm taking Purdue, man. I'm I'm taking that offense. I'm taking Zach Eady. I'm taking 
the firepower. I know the defensive struggles. I, I know all about it, but yep, I'm taking Purdue. Cool. I'm taking Kentucky. I am all over this Kentucky team. I absolutely love them. They're my favorite team in this tournament. I think their depth issues have been solved by guys coming back from injury. I think they're clicking at the right time. Yes, they lost to Tennessee. Tennessee's a bad matchup for them. Good news is Tennessee's on the other side of the bracket. They don't have to worry about them. I think UCLA can do a lot of stuff to give Kentucky trouble. I just don't think Oscar Shibway has any parallel on UCLA. He's going to do the thing. He does the Rodman tip the ball up in the air and get the rebound. I love it. I love the way he plays. I think Cal is hungry to get back to the final four. And I think he will. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking Purdue to go to the final four there. So yeah. um, I have Purdue versus Davidson in that I, first final four. Matchup. I apologize. I jumped ahead of game there. I didn't talk about Virginia tech, but I, I think Kentucky will handle Virginia tech. Uh, but clearly I said UCLA and the way they match up. I have Kentucky in the final four beating UCLA and you have Purdue in the final four beating. Nope. We'll, we'll hold that. Oh, well, hold that. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place right now. Okay. My Elite <laughs> Eight matchup, I've said now twice. So your Elite Eight matchup is? UCLA-Purdue. Who do you got? And I'm taking Purdue. Cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate that pick at all. Um, it's really tough to get back-to-back-to-back Final Fours if you're UCLA. Yeah. And, I'm, I mean, I know they did bring a lot of people back. It's just, like, I'm so hypnotized by Jaden Ivey and Zach Eady, just like the skill and like how shifty Jaden Ivey is on the court, how, how good he is just being one of the best players on the floor when have, whenever he steps foot on it. And then just how big Edie is, man. It's, it's crazy. Now I, I will say this, as soon as Edie gets like three fouls in the first 10 minutes of the first half, I'm going to be pulling my hair out because I know that's at the absolute worst case scenario for me, but uh, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm riding with Purdue. My main issue with Purdue is they can't play Williams and Edie at the same time. And I think Williams is a better basketball player and Edie is a better offensive player. So I don't know how that works. If they figure that out, then I can totally see them getting to the final four. Maybe staggering minutes works in their favor for them. Um, but we each have a team beating Kentucky. You have Purdue in your final four as the winner of the East region. I have Kentucky in the final four as the winner of my East region. Awesome. Cool. Let's move on to the South region where the number one seed is the Arizona Wildcats. They are going to take on the winner of the play-in game between Texas Southern and Bryant. I believe, is, right? Is, is that right state? Oh, may, can you tell me who the play-in game is? I don't have any of those. I just guess. I mean, it's W-R-S-T on ESPN. So I, I think it's right state. Yeah, it is right state. Yeah. And they're playing Bryant? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think it matters. I will say if Bryant wins that game, they have a dude on their roster who played college basketball in 2016. So this is his sixth season. Um, They might give Arizona a scare in the first half, you know, like a three point game in the first half. And then Arizona pulls away. I'm all over Arizona. I love them this year. Uh, I have them advancing uh, past the first round. Yeah, I guess like one of the internet personalities I, I, I listen to likes Bryant. So I guess I'll take Bryant in that playing game, but I have Arizona. Um, yeah, I'll also take Bryant in the playing game. I think, again, they're going to give Arizona like that first half scare that you see sometimes, and then Arizona writes the ship. Yeah. Um, I will go to the next game, another 8-9 matchup. It's Seton Hall TCU. 
I got TCU. I don't think this game's going to be particularly close. Who do you got? Yeah, this is this is big recency bias with uh, TCU. I'm taking TCU, just how scrappy they are. Um, the amount of noise they made in their conference tournament. Um, they just seem like a team that's that's just coming in a little with, with, with some hype behind them. Jamie um, Dixon. Hall's been, good coach. What'd you say? Jamie Dixon, good coach. Yep, good coach. coach. Um, Seton Hall has been more relevant, I feel, in the past. I mean, they're still a good team, but I think TCU, I'm just going to try to ride the hype with, with TCU here. Yeah, I, I don't like Seton Hall as a team. I don't think they're very good, so I, I think this is a pretty easy pick. I'll take TCU. Um, yep. Next game, big game. Number 12, UAB versus number 5, Houston, champion of the American Athletic Conference. Who do you got? I'm riding with the champion of the the uh, of the American. Took Houston to win the American. I'm gonna ride with Houston. I did watch that UAB game. I did have UAB. They have this the guy what Jelly Jelly Walker. Walker. Yeah, I, I really don't think they have a chance against Houston though. Cool. Like at all. Difference of opinion. I am taking UAB. They are ranked 46th on Ken Palm. They're one of the highest ranked non-conference teams. They are. 28th on offense, 89th on defense, but they do not turn the ball over. They're the ninth best three-point shooting team, and the best part about them is they're the ninth best three-point shooting team pretty much because of Jelly Walker. He doesn't need you to create him a shot. He can hit a three from anywhere on the court. He feels like one of those guys that was built in a lab for March for a big upset game, goes and drops 35, hitting threes from everywhere. Houston's got a ton of injuries, I know they're a really efficient team. They actually are ranked really high on Ken Palm. I just don't like the American. I don't think it's a good conference. In fact, I think it's one of the worst conferences in the country this year. I, I just, Bro, I don't, how do you, you flip back and forth with T- temples playing a lot of good competition, man. They temples are. I know. And they I just to, sit on the American. I have to talk myself into it with temple, but like, look at the conference, like look at the teams at the bottom. There they, just aren't a lot of really good teams in that conference. I like Kelvin Sampson. I think he's a great coach. I think this is the worst Houston team he's taken into the tournament and it's not their fault. They're dealing with a ton of injuries, but I think in this game, those injuries are going to catch up with them. UAB plays at a really fast pace, just like Houston. They're going to get a lot of shots off. They're going to make a lot of threes. And I don't think Houston can make a lot of threes. Um, so this is a big upset I have, but I really like UAB. Yeah, I, I just think I, I kind of I like Houston's size. Even though it is the American, I think they recruit a little bit better um, than like the UAB type schools. So this it's it's again it's it's more of a gut pick i like houston i think that they've been good for the, the past few years um jelly walker i mean hey if there's ever a time for a cinderella team a number 12 uab looks like one yeah so, uh, uh these two teams do not play their benches that's the only thing i'm seeing again houston defends the three really well they only allow 29 percent on threes which means they close out really effectively i just this matchup UAB doesn't really need open catch and shoot threes. They generate a lot of their threes off the dribble. And I think that gives problems for Houston. UAB doesn't shoot a lot of twos. Houston's the eighth ranked team against with two point percentage against them at 43.5. So a lot of the things that Houston does really well, block shots on the interior, defend the two point close out on threes might be a mute point in this game. Again, it might not. Houston's a really, really good defensive team. So they could come out and shut UAB down. I just like UAB here. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I have Marquette beating Baylor. So yeah. you taking a 12 over a five, I'm not going to hate on it at all. <laughs> Next game, 13 versus four, Chattanooga versus Illinois. Who do you got? I know we have Dan and Matt coming on to do some like off, off, like non-basketball stuff. But I really love the Illinois jerseys. I think it makes them look better in my eyes. Okay. Um, I mean, it, it, Illinois has like, I think, didn't they go into the Big Ten tournament as like the number one seed in yes. the Big Ten tournament? So, yes. I mean, they're definitely skilled. Um, I'm going to go Illinois over Chattanooga. I'll, I'll be honest with the listeners. I couldn't tell you a single thing about Chattanooga. So I'm just going off of Big Ten dominance and, and Illinois, uh, Illinois here. I hinted that I had a 13 over a four. This is the 13 over a four. I got Chattanooga beating Illinois. I, I flip-flopped on this game so many times. I like Kofi Coburn. I really like Illinois. I, Chattanooga is really good, man. And they press the ball and Illinois strength is not their guards. And Chattanooga is going to play the passing lanes. They're going to pressure the ball. They got a couple pretty solid scorers at guard positions. I, I have a 13 playing a 12 here. So don't take my advice, please, if you're smart. But I like Chattanooga. I, I just, I really like them. I think they're a Cinderella-esque team, and I think they're going to upset Illinois in the first round here. Oh, I can't say I've seen, I, I saw it coming, but I like the gutsy pick that you got there. I mean, I, I've definitely made some absolutely crazy picks, but I think that's more down to earth than what I've been doing. So I Sometimes like Sometimes you got to put it all on the table, man. Um, I don't know. Illinois just scares me a little bit, especially the way they've been playing as of late, but like Chattanooga is a really good team and they can score the basketball and they shoot free throws really well. So I don't know. I look at free throws really critically. Illinois is ranked 206. They only shoot 70% from the line. This game gets physical. I think they're going to have a lot of trouble. Um, they also, there's a stat called min minutes continuity. It's how many minutes their roster have played together. Chattanooga's got a really high minutes continuity. Illinois does not. Guys that play together in the same system a lot, similar height. So I'll take Chattanooga. Cool, cool. Moving on to the next game, we got number six, Colorado State versus number 11, Michigan. I'm going Colorado State here really as just a vendetta against Michigan and me and hating on Michigan right now. And so I'm leaning Colorado State. I know Colorado State had a pretty good, uh, pretty good year, 20, 25 and 5. Uh, Michigan's limping, absolutely limping into the tournament. Um, so I'm leading Colorado State. I will also take Colorado State. I don't know how the fuck Michigan got into this tournament and they're not one of the play-in teams. They're not good. They have talent. They haven't played well all year. That's like putting a team that has good players in just because you want to watch the good players. Could they beat Colorado State? Absolutely. Will they beat Colorado State? I don't think so. I think Colorado State's too good offensively. Michigan literally can't play defense. And so if you're looking for a matchup that's, yeah, well, Michigan's good offensively. Well, Colorado State's better offensively, and they're going to score a million points because Michigan doesn't close out on threes. So take Colorado State. Yes, sir. Then we got number three, Tennessee, versus number 14, probably the best name of a team in the tournament, Hell Longwood. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I might have to switch my pick and just pick Longwood because of the name, but I'm going Tennessee here. I, I think they're – they're, I think they're one of the best teams in, in the country right now. So I'm Agreed. going Tennessee. I don't even know if we need to break this down. I agree. I got Tennessee. Easy. Perfect. Perfect. We'll, we'll keep it rolling. 
Then we got Ohio State versus Sister Jeans, Loyola, Chicago. Who you got, Eric? Got Loyola, Chicago. Again, I don't even think this is hard. Loyola, Chicago is ranked 10 spots ahead of Ohio State on Ken Palm. Ohio State, they don't have any of their players. Like, everyone's hurt. I don't like the the way they've been playing the last month. They got a ton of injuries. Loyola, Chicago is a really good team still. They have a new coach, the youngest coach in college basketball this year. They've kept it going. They're still a really good team. I think they'll beat Ohio State. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, and this has nothing to do with Sister Jean, anyone listening. No, I'm no. picking Loyola, Chicago, I, based off of the, the kids on the court and the coach in the box. I'm going Loyola, Chicago. Hot take. I hope Sister Jean dies. Oh, God. I'm tired, no. tired of seeing it. Tired of seeing Take it. Take that back. Take that back, man. <laughs> refuse. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> Disavow. Um, no, but I, I like Louis Chicago too in this game. I don't like Ohio State at all in this tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they've, I feel they're, bad for them, but they're they got injuries all over the map. Yeah, I mean, I guess the injuries is a little different than Michigan, but like Ohio State and Michigan are just like limping, absolutely yeah. limping into the tournament. So I'm right there with you, Loyola Chicago. Next game to round out the South Division, we got Villanova, the number two seed versus number 15, Delaware. Shout out to the committee for doing this. Shout out the committee. Cause like there, there are ties between Delaware and Villanova. There are kids that know kids at both schools, including myself. So this is a cool matchup. Villanova's going to win. Delaware's not going to beat them. Delaware wasn't even supposed to win their conference. So like it's Villanova. Yeah. And all the listeners know my Villanova love. So I'm going, I'm going Villanova as well. Cool. Let's go back up to the top here. We both have Arizona versus TCU as the first round of 32 matchup. I got Arizona. I re- I've, I've said it. I really like Arizona. Who do you got? I also have Arizona. Um, you know, we've talked about TCU being scrappy. So definitely something to look out for, especially since Arizona, one of their main players, has a rolled ankle, may not play either of these first two games. But I am going Arizona as well. Arizona is Gonzaga. Like they, they're Gonzaga's system with better recruiting because they're Arizona and they have a lot of international guys. They play a Euro style basketball. I really like them. Uh, we'll get to it, but I really like them. And I have them. Next round, you have Houston and Illinois. I have the opposite. I have UAB and Chattanooga. So why don't you go first? All right. Yeah. The, the guy with, uh, with his head screwed on, right. I'm going Houston here. Um, you know, I, Illinois is good. Uh, I don't know if it, like this game right here, it's like, I know I'm being a little bit biased because of the years of data that I have in my head on Houston being a good team. I can't really explain it, but I'm just going to go Houston over Illinois to advance to the sweet 16. Nice. I got UAB beating Chattanooga to get to the Sweet 16. I, again, I think Jelly Walker is tailor-made for this tournament. He is that Kemba Walker build type of guy who can just go get you a bucket when you need it. And I really like uh, UAB to get to the Sweet 16 and be my Cinderella team. Love it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, keep it moving. I think we both have Colorado State and Tennessee here. Yep. So who, who do you got? I got Tennessee. I think they're too physical for Colorado State. I think Colorado State could shoot in the first half and keep it close. I think Tennessee's just going to wear them down as the game goes on. Exactly. You took the words out of my mouth. Tennessee will wear them down. 
Um, Tennessee's size and physicality definitely is something to look at as they keep keep going through the tournament. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm right there with you with Tennessee, and then we both have Loyola Chicago versus Villanova. I have Villanova here, uh, the two over the ten. Who do you have, Eric? I also have Villanova. On, um, I thought about this game really closely because I hate Villanova so much. And we'll get to it in the next game. I have actual basketball grapes with Villanova this year, but Loyola Chicago is just not going to beat them. Villanova is a really well coached, really well play, like a lot of talent. Connor Gillespie's been been around for so many years. It should be illegal and he should be in prison, but um, I'll take him over Loyola Chicago. Why not? Yep. Yep. All righty. Moving on to the Sweet 16 games for the South region. I have Arizona versus Houston. I think you have Arizona versus UAB. Um, this is definitely an against-the-grain pick. I'm rolling with some more upsets. I'm going with Houston over Arizona. Wild pick. But I'm going to ride with the American, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that Houston's going to have a crack at getting back to the Final Four. So who do you have between Arizona and UAB? I have Arizona. I don't really think this would be a close game if these two teams played just because like, I like Jelly Walker. I like UAB. I've said it. I have them beating Houston and Chattanooga. I, I, I like them. I love Arizona. So I'm going to take Arizona. I, I don't think it'll be particularly close uh, on your matchup. If Arizona does play Houston, that poses a very interesting matchup for Arizona. They do not like when teams get physical. So if they do play Houston, that could be a tricky matchup for them. I, I don't hate that pick. I just, Again, I didn't pick Houston to get out of the first round, but we'll see. Uh, if, if that matchup does happen and Houston has confidence, I don't hate that pick. Yep, yep, cool, cool. And then we both have Tennessee-Villanova here. I'll, I'll let you go first. Who do you got? I got Tennessee. Villanova plays six guys. That doesn't work. They play six dudes. If one of those big men get in foul trouble, which against Tennessee, they're almost guaranteed to the way that Tennessee plays, they don't have a replacement that has any minutes and any experience. I think Villanova is a really good coach team, but I don't think that Jay Wright has an advantage against Rick Barnes because um, Rick Barnes is also a really good coach. Tennessee has all the momentum in the world. They're playing the best out of any of the major conference teams the last month. They're too physical for Villanova. Like this is a nightmare matchup for Villanova. On the other side, if Villanova were to hit a million threes, like we've seen them do in the tournament, they could easily win this game. I just don't think they have the roster to do it this year. We're used to seeing these eight, nine, you know, player rotations for Villanova, these deep teams that have guys that can come in and hit shots. They are not that this year. Be very careful picking them far. I have Tennessee. Yeah, we, we, we know I like Villanova, but I'm also leaning Tennessee here. Just how dominant Tennessee has been um, dismantling Kentucky. I'm going Tennessee. I mean, everything you said about Villanova, like Gillespie is just a leader on the court. Yeah, he's he gonna, is. He's, he's going to get the guys together, but I just don't think as a squad, Villanova is going to be able to match up well with, uh, with Tennessee. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. It's a bad matchup. I, and again, I hate Villanova with everything in my being, but I do admit they are a very good team. If it was a different matchup, I could see them getting the Elite Eight, but just not Tennessee. Cool. All right. So you have Arizona versus Tennessee in that elite eight match for the South. I have Houston versus Tennessee. Um, so who do you have coming out of the South? I have Arizona. Uh, like I said, they play a Euro style basketball. 
They have the most passes and the most assists in the country this year. They move it very similar to the way Gonzaga does. They have a deep team. They have a lot of talent, a lot of transfers, a lot of guys from overseas, a really good coach. I like Arizona. I I think they're going to win. Cool. Cool. I'm taking Tennessee over Houston. So I'm on the flip side there. I obviously need that Houston win over Arizona. But I'm going to go Tennessee just in terms of size, skill. Um, yeah, it's a good matchup for Tennessee. Yeah. Another yeah, physical so. team that isn't as talented as they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm going uh, Tennessee to the final four out of the South. All right. Our fourth and final region, the Midwest region of the bracket. We're going to start with our number one seed, Kansas. They're going to take on the winner of the play-in game, which you will tell me right now. Looks like it's Texas Southern versus <clears throat> TCC. Yeah, Texas Corpus Christi. Gotcha. All right. Yep. Uh, I watched them play. That was the last game of conference championship Saturday, and I was not impressed. Also, their jerseys, and I really hope people tune into that game. Corpus Christi has the ugliest jersey I've ever seen. Uh, it's like the skyline. They're the Islanders. It's like the skyline of their island city. It's neon blue and black and green. And there's just a giant eye in the middle of a storm for Islanders just pasted in the middle of the jersey. It looks horrible. All right. Well, outside of unis, who should I pick for the The uh, play-in? Texas Southern. They play really good defense. Texas Southern, throwback to Glory Road. If you've seen that movie, it is the team that won uh, the NCAA tournament as the first all-black team, which is very cool some cool history for you, but they, they play good defense. I think they'll beat Texas A&M Corpus Christi, Kansas will win. I mean, I'm, I'm taking Kansas. Yeah. I think yeah. we're both taking Kansas. So, yep. I agree. Uh, second game, the eight, nine San Diego state and Creighton. Who do you got? I got Creighton. Um, I know San Diego, San Diego state is good, but Creighton has a big guy down low. Who's, been playing well through that conference tournament. Yeah, he's like seven foot uh, two. Yeah. Um, I'm a sucker for big guys. Um, pause, but yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I like the big men in basketball. I think it's they, they kind of tried to phase it out over the past few years. But if you have a dominant big man down low, it, it, it can really change the game, just get easy two points. Um, I'm going to go Creighton. I know San Diego State's good, so I'm, I'm dying to hear your pick. So I'm taking San Diego State. I watched them play Boise State in the Mountain West Championship. They have lost to Boise State three times, which is concerning. But I think that's more of it being a bad matchup where Boise State plays the same style of basketball they do. You cannot drive the paint against San Diego State. They cut every dribble drive off. They do a thing on defense where wherever the ball is, it's an automatic double. They swarm to the ball and try and force turnovers. Creighton does not have strong guard play. I think they're going to turn the ball over a ton. Think it's going to be a slugfest. San Diego State has good interior players to combat. I, I can't remember the guy's name on Creighton that you're talking about, but he is huge. He is very good. I don't think Creighton's that good of a team. I think they did well in their conference, but I like San Diego State to win that game. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, then yeah, we got Iowa. Yeah. Then we got number five, Iowa versus the conference usa champions richmond atlantic 10 but close enough atlantic 10 atlantic 10 yep so we got iowa versus richmond out of the atlantic 10 who do you got got iowa i like iowa a lot you'll see that as a theme in this uh i don't 
think I think Richmond might be the worst team that's not a 16 in this tournament. No disrespect to them. They played really scrappy, but they're not a particularly good team on offense or defense, especially not on defense. And I was one of, if not the best offensive team in the country, playing the best basketball, maybe besides Tennessee right now. So I'll take Iowa. Yeah, like Iowa, just the seniority and the leadership they have on that team might be one of the best in the country. And that matters when you're not. They're not only a single coach's son team, they're a double coach's son team. Both of his sons are on this team. Uh, And they have Bohannon. Yes. And they just have a bunch of old guys that came back and that are, that know how to play these games. Keegan Murray Murray has the ninth best offensive rating of any player in the country this year. He is electric to watch. And his twin brothers on the team. Yeah. Chris Murray. you, you, you got a lot of like family and, and close knit there with Iowa. I mean, long story short, I think I was going to win Richmond lucky to make it into the tournament. Uh, like I kind of alluded to earlier, they shouldn't have won their championship game, but they did. Um, so they might be riding some of that luck and some of that high into the tournament, but I think Iowa's going to, going to shatter all of that uh, when it comes time to play. So I, I have Iowa. Sweet. Let's move on to our next game. Number four seed Providence against number 13 seed South Dakota State. Also SDSU. Shout out San Diego State. Same abbreviation. Um, Who do you got between Providence and South Dakota State? I know I was shitting on Providence towards the end of the year, but I'm taking Providence here against South Dakota State. Cool. I am not. I'm taking South Dakota State in this game, and I will tell you why. Three-point shooting. South Dakota State is the number one three-point shooting team in the country. They're also the number one field goal shooting team at the country. They shoot 59.7% from the field. They can't play any defense, but it really doesn't matter because Providence can't really score. And we said this all year long with Providence. They're a lucky team. Yes, they got a lot of wins. South Dakota State has not lost a basketball game since December 20th. They, they have just shit on everyone. Like literally... 20-point wins, 30-point wins. They're blowing through their conference. Uh, Oral Roberts, who's a pretty good team, who made the tournament and made noise last year, they beat them by 30 towards the end of the year. Um, they, they score a shit ton of points. Everyone on their team can shoot threes. They shoot 44.2% from three. No one's even close to that. So I really like them. They don't turn the ball over. They don't really rebound the ball offensively, but they box out well defensively. So I like South Dakota state. I'm really low on Providence. And I think it South Dakota state, it's going to be one of those games where they're kind of teetering on the edge of taking it over in the second half. They hit like five straight threes and Providence packs it in. All right. I like it. Well, so how do you feel about team? Like it feels like you're, you're kind of just going to live and die by the three here. And, and you got a team from South Dakota coming to Buffalo, New York, playing in an arena they've never played in before. You know, how does how does any of that factor into South Dakota State? And, you know, they kind of got to get hot with new rims they've never played on before. Blah, blah, well, blah. they're the number one three point shooting team, but they're, they're number 10 two point shooting team. And then the number five free throw shooting team. They actually get a lot of blocks on the inside. They have some big guys that can put the ball in the basket. Again, number one effective field goal percentage, 59.7. They are an offensive juggernaut. They do play a faster pace which I've been cautious of. I think that can really hurt you. 
But on defense, they tend to slow other teams down. So it seems like they're comfortable playing in a game where it's kind of like a slow meets a fast. And Providence doesn't play at a fast pace. They slow the ball down. So I I don't know. I think this is a team that could get on Providence early, score a bunch of points. Providence comes back. But Providence doesn't have a guy who can take over the game. And I think this is a game where you need that. The Jackrabbits are going to come out and fire threes from everywhere. They've only lost four games this year. Um, their one of their losses is to Alabama. It was a pretty bad loss, 104-88. But, you know, they, they have some good wins. I, I, I think they're going to win. And they, they were undefeated in their conference. I'm looking at their points per game. A staggering 87 points per game. That's, Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, they light it up. I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with Providence, but I, that'll be a game that I need to watch for sure. Heck yeah. Well, uh, we'll move on to the next game, which is LSU and Iowa State. LSU's the six. Iowa State is the 11. Who do you got? This, this surprisingly, was probably the toughest game for me to pick. Um, LSU just lost their coach and assistant yeah. coach. Yeah. Will Wade like, is out. And I don't know. Like, sometimes I say, all right, the boys are going to be more loose. They know that they lost their coach. That's an excuse for them already. Let's just go out there and play. Iowa State, I don't know a whole lot about. So I'd kind of love to hear your pick. But I, I, I have my pick in, but I'd love to hear where, where you went with this. Yeah, I'm taking Iowa State. I think this is the no-brainer of the first round. I don't think LSU even wants to play this game. They don't have any good player that can take over the game. Again, we've talked about it. They play at the highest pace in college basketball. They cannot play in the half court, which – as a matchup, they got a nightmare matchup. Iowa State's going to press you. They're going to slow you down, and they're going to force you to find a quality shot in a good offensive set. LSU doesn't have a coach to draw up a good offensive set and doesn't have the personnel to draw up a good offensive set. So I like Iowa State. Iowa State cannot score. That is definitely a problem for them. Uh, They really struggle putting the ball in the basket. They're ranked 151st in offensive efficiency, but they're ranked 10th in defensive efficiency, sixth in turnover percentage, 18th in three point percentage allowed 17th in steal percentage. They get a lot of steals. So there's a stack called non-steal turnover percentage, which removes turnovers from steals. They are ranked seventh, which means their ball pressure forces, you know, travels, double dribbles, steps out of bounds, false moves on uh inbounds plays. They're just a really aggressive defensive team yes they've lost three straight games going into this tournament but lsu is not playing for anything i like them over lsu yeah i would say i'm taking lsu here i I have whoever teaser i have this the winner losing in the next round anyways but i'm taking lsu uh i know their defense is very stout now losing a coach that fires you up to play good defense is definitely concerning to me, but I'm going to go LSU here. Yeah. All right. Uh, next game will be the three seed Wisconsin 14 seed Colgate. I thought pretty hard about this game because Wisconsin is definitely overseeded in this tournament at a three. They're not as good as that. Uh, they've had a lot of luck. They're not very high on Ken Palm. I think they're in the the thirties. They're like 31. Again, Ken Palm is not the be-all, end-all, but in a year of so much turmoil, I'm leaning hard on analytics. I still like Wisconsin in this game. Uh, I don't think there's any shot they lose it. How do you feel? I'm right there with you. I, I, I have Wisconsin. 
Yeah, I mean, they're still 38th on defense, 49th on offense, second in turnovers on offense. They don't turn the ball over. Um, so, yeah, I like them. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, down to the last two games, we got number seven, USC, versus number 10, Miami. Who do you got? I got Miami. Again, I don't like USC. They're one of the tallest teams in the country. But Miami is the oldest team in the country. They are really, really battle-tested. Jim Laranega, this might be his last trip to the tournament. I don't know how long he's going to stay around at Miami. They're not particularly great. The, the ACC wasn't very good, but I just like, I don't think USC is very good at all. And we've been down this road. I, I've said it a couple times. I don't believe in them. It's a bad matchup for them. Miami defends on the interior well. USC can't shoot the three. So I'll take Miami. Yep. I'm, I'm right there with you. I have Miami as well. Sweet. Um, then we got the last first round game, number two Auburn versus number fifteen. I believe that's Jackson Jacksonville State. So I I'm taking Auburn. I know we've kind of shit on Auburn. Yeah, I'm taking. I mean, pod, but but I'm 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 taking Auburn. Yeah, they're playing Jacksonville State. I'm taking them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. All right, let's move into so, the round of thirty-two. Uh, yep. My first matchup is Kansas versus San Diego State. Your first matchup, first matchup is Kansas versus Creighton. Who do you got? Um, I actually want you to go first. I want to hear how you see Kansas playing this. Cool. I got San Diego State, and it's not because I don't believe in Kansas. This is a nightmare matchup. This is the matchup Kansas does not want to see. If you are physical with Kansas and you get in their face and you have good bigs, and you make Kansas shoot the three ball instead of driving into the lane, they're going to struggle. That's just the B that's just the end of it. Like they don't play well when they can't get into the lane. And San Diego state is the best team at the country in the country at cutting off the drive. They're number two in defensive efficiency rating. They're number five in effective field goal percentage allowed. They're 29th in turnover percentage on defense. They're in the top 20 of every single defensive category in, in terms of shooting percentage, block percentage, steal percentage. And they shoot the three pretty well. So the way San Diego State's going to win is they're going to cut off your drives, make you miss threes, get rebounds, and shoot the three. That is the perfect formula to beat this Kansas team. Kansas really struggles when teams get physical with them. They're not overly big. They're actually one of the smaller teams in the country. Well, they're about middle of the pack, so they're not one of the smaller teams, but they're middle of the pack. They do not play their bench. They're, I think in this game, their starters will get worn out. The three-point shot will be taken away from them. Yes, Kansas defends the three pretty well, and they are a good defensive team. I just think one of the one seeds has to lose, and matchup-wise, San Diego State is the worst matchup that Kansas could hope for. Right, right. Yeah, kind of on that note with Creighton, I, I'm picking Creighton because of their defense, because of the big man down low. Um, it, it's like none of my picks make sense. I, I, I didn't come into this with any logic because I don't think the tournament makes that much sense. So I'm also picking Kansas to lose here in the first weekend. So I, I know we have a different squad beating them, but I'm going Creighton. One more thing on Kansas. They're not a very experienced team. Yep. They are 130th in the country, whereas San Diego State ranks – 34th in the country. They have a lot of older dudes, a few super seniors. Again, Kansas is a better basketball team. I just think this is a bad matchup for them. So I'm taking San Diego State. Yep. I'm I'm big into those. How how old is the team? 
Yes. Um, so San Diego you, State plays a good brand of basketball for the tournament. They play slow on offense and play really good defense. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. So we both have Kansas losing. It's just we don't have the same winner. Yeah. Um, so on to that next game in the round of 32. Um, I have Iowa. You ha- So I have Iowa versus Providence. You have Iowa versus South, South Dakota, Dakota State. State. I have Iowa winning. Same. Um, okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. This yeah, goes know. back to age of the team, how they play together. They won the Big Ten. I don't think it matters that much, but they won the Big Ten. Experience, tight-knit group. So I'm going with Iowa. Totally agree. I think Iowa's rolling right now. Again, they're playing San Diego State for me. So all of the things I said about San Diego State making shots, giving Providence trouble against the best offensive team in the country in Iowa. That doesn't South really, the, yeah, it doesn't South really matter. State. Yeah. Um, cool. Next game. I have Iowa State versus Wisconsin. You have LSU versus Wisconsin. Who do you got? I'm picking Wisconsin here. Um, I think they got a good group of boys. Um, LSU. I mean, I have them playing LSU, not Iowa State. So LSU being shaky, that kind of plays into my lean, lean on Wisconsin here. I thought really hard about this game. I'm still thinking really hard about this game. I guess I'm taking Wisconsin only because if you look at both rosters, Wisconsin has the best player on the court and Johnny Davis. They're very similar teams. They're both really big. They're both really physical. I just like Wisconsin's roster is not very good. That's my only concern here. Um, But then I look at Iowa state and I'm like, okay, well, Iowa state's roster is not very good. Um, Iowa state's a better defensive team. Wisconsin's a slightly better offensive team. I guess I'll take Wisconsin. I, my, most of my reasoning is Iowa state wants to turn you over and Wisconsin doesn't turn the ball over. So it's a, something's got to give. And I kind of trust Wisconsin's guards to take care of the basketball. So I'm taking them over Iowa state, but I think it's going to be a really close game. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Then we got Miami versus Auburn. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet here. I'm picking Miami over Auburn. We've kind of talked about how Auburn has been a little bit of a fraud recently. Um, I don't really have a lot to back me up with Miami. Uh, I like what you said earlier about them being the oldest team in the country. So that's where I give the lean to Miami here. Yeah, uh, I'll take Auburn, but I don't hate your pick. Uh, the, The issue with Auburn is their best player can't put the ball on the floor. He's got to catch and shoot. I still think Auburn's got way too much offensive firepower for Miami. But if there's going to be a crazy upset, that would be quite the crazy upset. So, you know, as a man who took UAB to get to the Sweet 16, I'm not going to complain. Love it. Love it. All righty. Let's go to these Sweet 16 games for the Midwest region um, and get to our final four. Um, I have Creighton versus Iowa. I'm picking Iowa here. Everything I've already said on Iowa uh, leading up to it. Tighten it old group i just like iowa to, to move on to the elite eight yep and i got san diego state versus iowa i am also taking iowa i like iowa in this game uh whereas kansas you can kind of out physical and they don't do a lot of shooting on the perimeter if it's not a dribble kick drive kick iowa can kind of shoot from all over score from all over i watched san diego state play boise state and while their defense collapsing is really effective when guards aren't very good, 
Iowa has really good guards, as does Boise State, where they could kind of pass out of situations and get a bucket. And Iowa's been playing better defense. I think that's the key for them in this tournament. This is the best defensive team Fran McCaffrey's had. I just, I like them. I like going to beat San Diego State. I think it'll be a pretty close game because San Diego State is one of those teams you cannot blow out. They just play too good defense. They'll always be in a game, but I'll take Iowa. I like them as you do to go to the Elite Eight. Cool, cool. Um, then for that second game in the Elite Eight uh, or, or in the Sweet 16, um, I have Wisconsin beating Miami. I know you have Wisconsin versus Auburn. Uh, so who do you got? I got Auburn beating Wisconsin. Everything I said about Wisconsin against Iowa State, I think would rear its head against Auburn. I think Auburn's too fast. They shoot the ball too well. Wisconsin just doesn't have enough horses. They have Johnny Davis and he's great, but like outside of him, I mean, Bohannon's not bad, but I don't, I don't know who, I think that's who their other guy is, right? I oh, know that's Iowa. Who's the other big, who's the other player on Wisconsin? Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. Lie. There's so many players. Here we go. Uh, Brad Davidson. I'm sorry, Brad yep. Davidson. Brad yep. Davidson's good, but uh, I, I, Auburn's got too many horses. I, I still don't love Auburn. I just think they got a really good draw. Like Miami and Wisconsin, and I think Wisconsin's a completely overvalued team. Like I said, 34th on Ken Palm. They are 13 spots lower than San Francisco. So I, I like Auburn. I like Auburn in that game to go to the Elite Eight and play Iowa. All right. Cool. Then who do you have coming out of the Elite Eight there? So I have Iowa and Auburn, and you have Iowa-Wisconsin, a little Big Ten, right? Correct. I have Iowa going in the final four. So this is my spicy pick. Um, Iowa plays Auburn. I think Auburn's going to try and shoot the lights out against them, but Iowa's also a capable team to keep up with them. And if I had to pick one team defensively, I'll take Auburn. But if I had to pick one team offensively, I'll take Iowa. I think their offense is more consistent. They have more consistent outlets uh, to get points. Keegan Murray, like we said. I, I like them against Auburn. I think I could easily see Auburn winning that game, but judging by everything we've seen from Auburn late in the season this year, I'm going to take Iowa to go to the final four, kind of a ballsy pick, but sue me. I'm right there with you, brother. I don't want to make it boring, but oh, I also have Iowa. That's the only so. final four pick we share. Yep. Heck yeah. So, so to all the listeners out there, definitely don't pick Iowa. Yeah. Then. Yeah. <laughs> also like I'm talking like I'm an expert. Cause I've done a lot of research about 13 hours now. I really didn't sleep last night. It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Like you could pick like we've seen with Matt and Dan by uh, crazy mascot assumptions and other things and probably do just as well. But I like Iowa. I also kind of want to root for Iowa. It's a little bit of a bias pick. I like them as a school. I like their colors. I think they're kind of cool. Uh, and, and I think this is the best, chance for Fran McCaffrey to get to a final four. And I think he's a really good coach. So I think he'll be motivated. Um, he knows what kind of team he has, but yeah, that's the Midwest region. It's time for our final four picks. Finney, give me your final four. My final four. I got Davidson versus Purdue and Tennessee versus Iowa. Who do you like? I have Purdue beating Davidson and Tennessee beating Iowa for a Purdue versus Tennessee, a three versus a three for the national championship. All right. I like it. 
Um, my final four, I have Gonzaga taking on Kentucky and Arizona taking on Iowa. A little bit of a shocker. I got Kentucky upsetting Gonzaga. I know it's a one and a two, but it feels like a larger gap because Gonzaga is the number one overall seed. I've said it all year. I have a future on Kentucky. I love them. I think that Cal really wants it this year. I think this is his legacy year. They have some transfers. They have some older dudes for once. Oscar Shibwe is unstoppable. And I think if you're looking for a, a play that's, hey, Chet Holmgren's great, but what he struggles with is really physical uh, play because he's not a big build. He, I mean, we've seen him. He looks like Skeletor. Uh, I think Kentucky and Oscar Shibwe could give him a lot of trouble down low and Kentucky could throw a bunch of guys at them that are fast and can play. And I think they can pull an upset. And then in the other game, Arizona, Iowa, I like Arizona. I think everything you could say about Gonzaga's pitfalls, Arizona plays a similar way and has a little bit better talent. And I really like Arizona uh, to come out of that side of the bracket. So I have Kentucky versus Arizona. You have um, Purdue versus Tennessee. Who's your national champion? Drum roll, please. I have Purdue. Oh, that's my national champion, baby. Zach Eady, Jaden Ivy. Let's take it all the way, baby. Let's go. I, you're making me really nervous because I have Purdue out in the second round, but I don't hate that pick. I think they're a team that, like, they haven't been playing well, but if they start playing well, they could make a big run with their talent for sure. You, you want to hear the best part? I have Kentucky losing in the second round, too. So, yeah. <laughs> And uh, more on that note, Kentucky, Arizona, I have Kentucky winning. That is no, no uh, shock. If you listen to the podcast, I am all in on Kentucky. I love Kentucky this year. I think they got it. If they play Arizona, I almost took Arizona. Like I almost went back on myself as I've been thinking all year and been like, eh, I don't know, Arizona, they're really good, man. Um, yeah. Especially once they get rolling later in this tournament, but I'm going to take Kentucky. I, I really like this Coach Cal team. It feels like the oldest team he's had. They play together. They love each other. Coach Cal's an awesome coach. And I just – I like Kentucky this year. I think they got it. They definitely they definitely recruit well. Great players. So, um, we couldn't be more opposite. I mean, we definitely have some similar picks, but <laughs> both of our national champions, we have losing in the second round of each other. I think what summarizes that. our bracket perfectly is we both have Kansas losing to the second round, but to a different team. Yep. <laughs> but shit, man, perfect. it is the best time of the year. It is March Madness. If you've made it this far, Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. I, I've worked really, really hard on this to get the listeners my objectively best evaluation of all of these teams. Again, no one pays me to do this. I'm not an expert. I don't have 24 hours a day to dedicate to this, but I put a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, I know Finney, I know you did as well. We've been really looking forward to this. Just want to thank everyone for listening along. If you take yeah. our advice and lose money, please don't come to my house and kill me. Uh, it is not my fault. Now, Eric, the yes. last piece of the puzzle. So I'm looking at my bracket on ESPN right now. Uh, it's all filled out. It's ready to go. Got my pick submitted. Now I need to go to this groups thing over here. It says create or join a group. How do we enter the Good Soup bracket challenge? Awesome question. So you're going to go to your tournament challenge page. Now, I will say this. If you follow us on social media, if you follow us on other media areas, you can just click the link that's been posted there and you'll get to it. But 
it's a public group. You just search good space soup space exclamation point space March Madness. So good soup exclamation point March Madness. It'll pull it up. It's free to join. There will be a merch prize for the first place winner and a small prize for the second and third place placers. Um, we already got some people in the group. Really looking forward to it. You can compete directly against the brackets that Finn and I read tonight and compete against some other Good Soup listeners. You can compete against Matt and Dan, who you heard take their picks earlier, and uh, have a good time. Awesome. You know how easy that was, Eric? I just did it. Boom. Easy peasy. Yes, sir. Um, Yeah, make sure you join, guys. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome week. We'll be back Thursday after the first night of the tournament. We'll get back into some of the other sports, summarize some NFL stuff that's taken place, some NBA stuff, give you everything you need to know about the first night of the tournament and leading into the weekend. Have a Finney's betting corner for some picks, let you know where our brackets stand, all of that. But have a great week. Enjoy March Madness. And we will see you on Friday. The ball is ticked. And there you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star. And all the years, no one knows just how hard you worked. But now it shows. It's all.